Brothers and sisters, in our Advent observance, we are now on the third Sunday of Advent, and it's been referred to as Gaudete Sunday, the Sunday of rejoicing. And that is why even in the Advent wreath, if you notice, the third candle being lit is colored rose or pink, and it's only one of the two times of the year that a priest will wear that rose vestment, this one, on the third Sunday and of Advent and the fourth Sunday of Lent. No? And we know that the spirit of Advent, its essence and significance is preparation for the coming of the Lord. The first one is, of course, Christmas, His incarnation, His birth, and the second is His final coming in glory and splendor. But meanwhile, in reality, He continues to come. And that is why we have Him, the Emmanuel, God is with us. And yet, from the human perspective, it may be challenging to really experience and live that joy, that grace of joy in and that this season brings. And why? Understandably, because probably in our experiences, there may be things that are happening that are not causing us joy or to be happy, to be merry, to be joyful. But on the contrary, like it's kind of expected, it's uncommon, it's not uncommon no, to greet this time of the year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, have a happy and joyful Christmas. But it can be possible that it's kind of automatic already and we may not necessarily mean what we say. And that's sad and unfortunate because, again, it's also possible, and it cannot be denied, as I've mentioned already, that like we are supposed to be joyful, but sad things may be happening into our lives. It's kind of we are anxious already and disappointed and desperate and that lack of patience, no? How like this pandemic, how long is it going to last, no? And really, if we lost a loved one or loved ones these days or with some health issues, especially if they are kind of critical and also economic, and financial challenges and difficulties, the crisis that this pandemic brings to so many, or 
even in our own family problems with parents to their children and vice versa. And of course, problems among couples in marriage or even among siblings and even with our work. So there are just so many things, no? And of course, there are still many others like even in the community, there's probably a concern for the safety and security or in the political issues of the community, the city, the country, and then with these calamities, disasters, and name it so many things. And yet, that's precisely the point because we have the Lord that in His love and mercy has come, the only begotten Son of the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Emmanuel. And that is why even the, the Gospel, the second reading, the first reading, all this are reminding us of the goodness of the power of the mercy of the Lord. Shout for joy, O daughter of Zion. Sing joyfully, O Israel. Be glad and exult with all your heart. That's the message for the people of Israel that time in the time of the prophet Zephaniah when the Israelites were really down and out because of their exile in Babylon and the destruction not only of the city, but the whole of Israel, the people. And then, of course, with the message of St. Paul in the second reading, Rejoice in the Lord always. I shall say it again. Rejoice. Rejoicing in the Lord. And with John the Baptist in the Gospel, so strong in his message. You know, from last Sunday, prepare the way of the Lord. What he brought is a baptism of repentance, which means renewal and conversion, strengthening out of the way and our ways, obviously. And that's the point, and it's so connected actually with our devotion to the divine mercy, the mercy of God, but at the same time, we are also called to become merciful. St. John the Baptist was so practical no? for us to have the joy in our hearts because we are in the grace of God and we are in communion with Him in grace. If we do these three things, so concrete, so doable, really, as acts of mercy and recognizing and really being grateful of the divine providence and mercy of God, the first one, St. John the Baptist, no? he said, just be compassionate. Just care for those less fortunate. Share your blessings. That's actually what St. John the Baptist said when he was being asked. If 
we have this act of kindness in whatever ways we can to be able to be of help to those in need. We know that that joy that we experience and we feel can never be paid or somehow compensated with anything else because that joy is coming from God. Then the second one is just be fair, be just, be honest, be respectful. Do not abuse and take advantage of the vulnerability and weaknesses of others. Respect them, treat others with respect and compassion by being just and fair in our dealings to others. And we know this by experience, that if we have done something wrong and we know that others are suffering, or at least what we have done are causing some harm and pain because of taking advantage, because of abuse, or again, unfair and unjust practices, in conscience, we are not happy because it should bother us. But if we are fair and honest in our treatment and dealings with others in whatever transactions we have with them and treating others with respect, with dignity, then we know that as we always have the words of the Lord that whatever you do to the least of my brethren, you do it to me. And that's the thing that also gives us joy in our hearts. And the third one, again, very clear, very concrete, just be contented of what you have, which can be translated Count your blessings instead of complaining, instead of that heart that's kind of whatever dissatisfaction and complaints that we have. Because, again, a heart, a person that's not contented and always complaining, and there's always the reason to be dissatisfied and discontented, is never happy because there's always something lacking and that longing and that void that again in one's heart that's blinded you know, then happiness can not be felt and as I mentioned this already, if we go deeper into our left reflections, it really is telling us about the divine mercy of God and how to live and experience His mercy, not only in our relationship with Him, but in our relationship to others. And that's the very meaning of the season. We always say, the very reason of the season is Christ. And our challenge is not to have a Christless Christmas that we should not take away and keep away Christ 
in these days of Christmas that we are preparing for and anticipating for. And we pray. We pray to the Divine Mercy. We are trying also to live that mercy of the Lord in us. But once we have that, that joy that only Him and only He can give, then that's and what a blessing we can and we can have if truly this season of the coming of the Lord in our own individual experiences as He continues to manifest in our lives and in one another, that by His divine mercy and also having received this mercy of the Lord, we share and we become instruments and channels through acts of mercy to others as being reminded and commanded to us through St. John the Baptist. That is our prayer and that is our hope that we may be truly be joyful and be filled with the grace and the blessing of God these days, this Yuletide season of joy, that joy that only Him can give and can bless in each and every one of us. Amen.